Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at Danny Phantom 24. It is Thursday, October 28th, 2021. We hope your day is going well. We hope your week is going well. We got two more weekdays to get through before we get to Halloween weekend. We hope you have a spooky time. Or maybe a calm time, if spookiness is not your thing. Whatever floats your boat. Halloween night on Sunday night. Hopefully the timing of this game doesn't interfere with your Halloween activities. For me personally, I'm a little bit of a weirdo in the sense that I get extremely anxious if the Cowboys game is on and I'm not squarely in front of my TV watching it. Call me a dedicated fan. Call me an obsessive fan. Call me David Pumpkins. It doesn't matter. I'm just kooky that way. And since we have a three-year-old girl excited to go trick-or-treating that night, I'm going to have to figure something out. Oh well, I hope you have a nice plan for your Halloween night festivities. And I hope the Dallas Cowboys have a nice plan for the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are 3-3, three and three, but even in defeat, they've hung in there, never losing by more than one score, including an overtime loss to the Bengals, who, have we've seen, are pretty okie-dokie, and a one-point loss to the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Suffice to say, the Cowboys are going to have a good challenge ahead of them. Defensively, they are a better pass-rushing team than they are at stopping the run. Minnesota gives up 4.8 yards per rushing attempt, which is fourth worst in the league. But they can get after the quarterback. They have 21 sacks on the year, which leads the NFL despite playing one fewer game than most teams in the league. So, for the Cowboys, staying in manageable down and distances will be important in this game. It will be curious to see how Kellen Moore attacks the Vikings' D. Last year, the Cowboys had their season-high rushing game of the year against the Vikings when they ran for 180 yards. And with this year's team second in the league in rushing with 164 yards per contest, I'd expect them to work the ground game early and often. The Vikings are vulnerable at corner after placing Patrick Peterson on IR with a hamstring injury. The Cowboys should be able to tack through the air as long as they can hold off Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin. Yes, that's right, our old friend Everson Griffin. Griffin seems to thrive in Minnesota as the 34-year-old veteran has four sacks on the season so far. Mike McCarthy talked with the media on Wednesday, and all the craze was about the status of Dak Prescott. How's he doing? What's the plan? It was at the forefront of the coach's press conference, so let's listen in as the coach gives us an update. Dak has improved every day. Uh, you know, today's plan is for him to start in the, all the individual, you know, so he'll be working through the individual in the, in the um, fundamental periods and the group and into the combo, and then you know, we'll, we'll assess where he is at that point. Okay, so I guess we'll have to wait and see how things go. Of course, it's always nice to have a contingency plan, and the Cowboys have that, and it involves quarterback Cooper Rush. McCarthy was asked about how he's managing practice reps with the uncertainty at quarterback, in which he explained they have two different plans of Bruin. I just think it's a matter of trying to, you know, Make sure Cooper's ready, and, and and to make sure Dak is getting what he needs. But you know, until really, uh, until Dak clears the the threshold of you know the rehab component with with Britt, you know we won't you know make that determination of going full go until um, we get to that point. So so with that, we got to make sure we're getting Cooper ready too. He reiterated to the media that just because you see one quarterback taking the team reps doesn't necessarily mean that's the guy they're going with on Sunday. Check it. 
I wouldn't read more into it based on what snaps or uh, what occurs today. So no, it won't. It won't. Whoever who takes the team periods will not determine the decision on Sunday. Just to answer your question. The whole two-plan strategy must have created some confusion because he was asked again to clarify the quarterback situation. McCarthy agitatedly said, Dak's going to practice, he's going to go through individual drills, he's in the game plan, he's preparing to play. But he has to cross a threshold to make sure he's a full go. The quarterback status was the only thing attracting attention on Wednesday as the media wanted some answers to the whole right tackle situation. McCarthy was asked about the return of Lyle Collins and whether he will be a full go at starting right tackle spot or if they are just going to ease him in there. Here is what the coach had to say about Collins. We're going to push him in there. I mean, he's, he looks good, uh, moved well, you know, Monday. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, LC is, has position flexibility. We're, we're going to start the week with Terrence at right tackle. So, um, but, you know, LC gives us, you know, some, some great competition in there. And so we're going to try to work him as much as possible this week. So Steele is starting out at the right tackle spot with LC working in at both tackle and guard. Does that infer that Collins, at least for the moment, has lost his starting gig? McCarthy was asked to explain his thought process on the right tackle situation. I mean, you clearly got to recognize how well Terrence played. I mean, it's, you know, we, we all recognize that. Continuity of the offensive line is something that, that you're always striving to, to, to sustain um, over the course of the year. Uh, you know, those guys, you know, the intricacies of what goes on up front, you know, the, the reps of them playing together is, is crucial. So uh, we want to continue to grow that. But also, I think this gives us the most competitive, um, the most depth I know that I've had in my time here in the offensive line room. All righty then. I guess we'll keep our ears glued to the ground as the week progresses. Whatever the end result, we have to feel great about the team's depth along the offensive line, and this certainly is a nice problem to have. McCarthy was asked if there's anything that Lyell could do in practice that would indicate he's ready to retake the right tackle job and how he's going to be making that decision. McCarthy didn't provide any specific checkpoints that he's looking for, but rather he stated he just wants to see him get back out there and get into the routine of everything, spend time with the offensive line, and go about their business and just get back into rhythm. McCarthy was asked about safety DeMonte Casey being arrested last week. He said that he was able to sit down and talk with Casey about it and that it was a mistake and a learning opportunity. He also said there was a legal part of it that is still pending, but he didn't discuss it any further. For the first time since week one, Michael Gallup was back on the practice field as he was a full participant on Wednesday. It's still not clear whether they will activate him on the roster by Sunday's game, so that one remains a bit of an unknown. Randy Gregory was a full participant as well as he had some extra time to rest his knee. Other injury updates, Trayvon Diggs' ankle was limited. Tyron Smith, also dealing with an ankle, was limited. And Dorrance Armstrong, also ankle, was also limited. Cedric Wilson, shoulder, and Donovan Wilson, groin, were full participants on Wednesday. That's it for our updates today. Make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Later today, we'll have a new episode of Riled Up with Roy Wright and Tom Ryle, and They will preview the Cowboys' upcoming game with the Vikings. But that's all for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have the best day ever. Stay safe, stay happy, stay true to the silver and blue, and we will catch 
you later.